We're excited to have Pastor Mark again here with us. If uh, if this is your first time, um, Pastor Mark has been connected with our church for, we think, up to 17 years, close to that, 15 to 17 years. Um, some dear friends of his that he had known since he was at Christ for the Nations in the 80s, 32 years ago. Um, he's only 45, by the way. <laughs> so, um, connected Mark with us, uh, Greg and Josie Long and Ronnie and Carly Maimon had known Pastor Mark and connected him to our church many years ago. And, uh, his church, uh, next year is going to be celebrating 30 years, uh, of the church there in Griffith, and uh, it is on the western side of Poland, uh, pretty close to Germany and kind of near the Czech Republic on, on the south side there, so kind of right in the corner area. Uh, his ministry is really beyond that region. Uh, he, he, he is a leader of leaders, uh, hosts pastors conferences, all kinds of ministries that reaches far beyond just his church. Uh, there have been Thousands of people that have been saved and have gone on and moved and gone to different nations and gone to different places. Uh, he is a sender. He's a raiser up of, of leaders. Uh, he's a releaser of leaders. Uh, and we have been partnered with him for a number of years. We have sent at least one person to Poland for the last 11 or 12 years. I've lost track. Uh, my wife has been, how many times have you been now? Eight or nine. It's either eight or nine times. We lose track uh, that she has been probably the most of anybody now, maybe. I don't know, Guy, what are you at? Okay, you're a few behind. You missed last year. So. <laughs> so we have been just going and partnering with them and serving with them and seeing uh, the growth and the change and just the impact. And so I'm excited for those of you who have never heard him minister and speak to, to hear him share today. So let's just welcome my friend, Pastor Mark. We don't do this in Poland normally, but here you want to talk. It's good to be here. I'm so glad that uh, I made it. And then uh, I tell you, this is uh, this is uh, one of the best time of the year in my life when I no doesn't work here. It will work. That'll work. Okay. Because uh, I do a few things here in Midland. I preach. I meet with the people. I hunt. I shot shot ten points. <laughs> it's working. And then, uh, and the last thing that I do is I fish. I love to do that. But the most thing that I enjoy is just to be with you, with the people, and share my heart what God is doing in Poland. Because God is doing the mighty work in Poland, okay? 
good friends. <laughs> yes. Okay. Now I'm on. Good. It's okay? Good. Okay, well, listen, um, let me just share with you what I believe it will make you strong. Each one of us wants to be a strong person, amen? Amen. There are some values in our lives that makes us strong. So what is it? I just want to share with you a few points. If you uh, remember that, that's great. If not, then write it down. That's why I have notes. I am old school, you know, papers. Some people, they have uh, tablets and other stuff. The first thing that I believe what makes us strong is lead your life totally dedicated to Jesus Christ. In Philippians 2.13, we read this. Philippians 3.13. We have it? Here it is. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. And then John 15 and 7 and 8, we read also John 15 and verse 7 and 8. It's coming. All right? You need to cooperate better. Okay. If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. This is to my Father's glory that you bear much fruit, showing yourself to be my disciples. Apostle Paul was telling about his life. That he was forgetting about past, good and bad. And his focus was totally on Christ. There are so many things what God has done in your life, in my life, and through your life, and through my life. And it is great. Sometimes we remember those things. Sometimes those things, they cannot go away from us. But we need not to focus on the past, but press on living the sanctified life for Jesus. When I started the church, we started the church reaching out to the alcoholics, prisoners, homeless, former mafia people, drug addicted. Everyone that nobody wanted to have a fellowship with them. And I saw so many transformations of people's life. But I cannot only remember what was in the past. I need to press on what is ahead of me. And right now, you know, the church is totally changed. As you are coming to Poland, you can see the shifting and then for good. We can see the families, we can see uh, couples, we can see children growing, youth. And then, so the, the, the church is shifting. We still do some work with those needed people, which is very important. But our focus is forward. 
We have only one life. What do you do with your life? When I was a young, I thought I know everything. <laughs> when I'm 58 in one month, I know that I don't know everything. <laughs> well, actually, I know that I, less, that I know less than I, than I knew before. Well, that speaks to my hair here, you know. Here is okay. Here, you know, this, this, this color. How do you call it? No, wisdom. No. <laughs> okay, the second thing when I look at my life is be full of the Holy Spirit. In the book of Acts, chapter 1 and verse 8, Jesus said to his disciples this, But you will receive the power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witness in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and all of the world. This is what we need in our life. I never forget when I was in Hawaii. You've been in Hawaii? <laughs> I was in the Hawaii in the school, and the school paid for everything. I went there for 10 days. And then, so I'm walking in Hawaii in this wonderful place. I mean, high tech, everything. That time, it was like 18 or 19 years ago. I was walking, there were plasma screen, you know, over there, over there. And there were theme that they were uh, teaching in this school. And then, but everything was great, you know, everything was high tech. And then all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit is speaking to me. How about Poland? I said, what do you mean, Lord? How about if this kind of the place can be in Poland? And that's how the vision started. The vision was born right in Hawaii. And when I came back to Poland, God opened the door, and we've got ex-mafia hotel that it gave us, and we turned it into the mission center that used for God's glory. That's how God is working. God is working through His Holy Spirit. He's speaking to us. He's, he, he has given us all kind of the gifts. So desire for God's gifts in your heart. If you baptize with the Holy Spirit and speak in other tongues, pray at least one, one hour every day. It will beat you up. Uh, there was one man he got saved not a long time ago. In our, in our, in one of the, our villages. And then, uh, and he wanted to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. I said, well, God will do that. And then so he's praying and nothing happened. Nothing happened. So we had the, we had the convention in, in our church. So we all moved to the center, to this ex-mafia hotel. Well, we moved there. We were staying there for three days. Actually, three, three nights, four days. This is the last Sunday, uh, last Saturday. There was, uh, his, uh, uh, we, we had the worship time. I, I mean, powerful. You, you could feel the presence of God. You can feel that. So he, he's raising his hands and he's praying. And I look around and I look at him. He's sitting, he's standing in the back. And all of a sudden, something happened with him. He's crying like a baby. So I come into him. I said, what's happened with you? He says, Pastor, I don't know. I don't know. I, I start to say something that I don't understand. And I, am I crazy? Something happened with me? I said, no, no, no. God filled you with the Holy Spirit. So don't worry about that. You will, you will do fine. But he was crying and then he, he said, every time, every day now, he says, I, I'm so exciting what God is doing in my life. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. The third value in our lives 
is be the example of the values you teach. The first Peter chapter 5 and verse 3 says this. Not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. People can doubt what you say, but they will believe what you do. You agree with me? I remember we have a mayor still the same. 20 years ago, I came to the mayor. I said, Mr. Mayor, you know, we're working with the very needed people. And I bring my, that time my buddy, uh, who was 17 years an alcoholic, six years in the prison, one year non-stop drunk, he doesn't remember. It's a blank year. He had delirium and alcoholic epilepsy. And in one moment, God set him free totally. So I'm coming to the mayor. And I'm trying to prove him what we're doing. He says, Pastor, you don't have to say anything. I see this man. I know this man. I saw him walking on the street, begging even me for money for another drink. I see him today when he is walking with his wife. That he remarried to the same wife that they were divorced. He said, you don't have to prove anything. What do you, what do you want? <laughs> so I said a few things that would we need it. Just before I came to the States, I visited him again. And I took two of my leaders. And then we're talking, and this, this time we had a coffee and cake. He's up, he gave us coffee and cake, and we're talking. And I said, Oleg, his name is Oleg. I said, how can we serve to our community? It's 8,500 people only. I said, you know, we, we sponsor the children from, from our community, handicapped kids, most of them. And then we help with the food, we help with the bread, we help with the clothes, we help poor people. But how we can, what we can do more? He looked at me and says, how about if next summer, every Sunday, your music team can play on the square in our town? I said, you've got it. You've got it. Every Sunday we will come and we will play. Our music team will be playing uh, and singing the Christian songs, worshiping God, and people will hear that. Be the example. Our city see the fruits. What kind of fruits? They see those people who are laying on the streets. Now they're walking normally. They see those who were under the drug influence. Today they are clean. Apostle Paul said, follow me as I follow the Lord. Be the example of the value that you teach through your life. The fourth, I have 100 points. No. <laughs> the fourth. <laughs> Somebody says it's always seven points, you know. I have seven points, but it will go quick. Listen, have optimistic, enthusiastic, and positive attitudes. The Bible says in the Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through him who gives me strength. I can do all things. What can I do to help other people? Love people. 
show the love. The world is hurting today. People are hurt today. Bless you. People are hurting today. They're searching for the reality. They're searching for somebody who will show the real love. Build hope in their lives. Because so many people, they don't have any hope. Their lives is hopeless. When God gave me the vision for this mission center, for this beautiful place, 17 years ago, you know, the vision is always growing when we step out and doing that. Now we have a three buildings. You will see the presentation very soon. And then, but we, we're still doing all the time. You know, one thing that I love in the Bible, in the Old Testament, when those spies were sent into the promised land, the ten of them came and they said, we can't do that. We cannot, we cannot possess the, this land. There are giants, there are people, and we look in their eyes like uh, grasshoppers. But there were two men. I love those men. Listen, they had different spirits. Different spirit. The spirit that says, I can do that. I, we can do this. We can, get, we can get on. We can possess this land. We can do this. I love it. Have this kind of the attitude. Because so many people today, they don't have hope. They don't, they don't experience love. And you do. And they're searching for something that is real. Have this kind of the spirit. Number five. Have a servant heart. Gospel Mark 10, 42 to 45. Jesus called them together and said, You know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them. And their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Instead, whoever wants to become a great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first must be slave of all. For even the Son of Man didn't come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus didn't come on this earth that people will serve him. He came to serve. He became a servant. When I started the church, I became a servant. I started to serve those people who nobody wanted to spend time with them. Some of those people that they were laying on the streets, today my leaders. Today my leaders. I never forget. And I probably told you many times this. But one day I'm I'm driving the car and making the circle in this small town of 8,500 people, Griffith Shlonsky. And I Sitting in the car, I'm making the circle, and I see early in the morning, seven in the morning, people already drunk. So what do you do as a Christian? You pray. Yes? <laughs> I was praying. I was I was praying. I said, God, touch their lives. I didn't close my eyes because I was driving. 
And I was, God touched their lives. I was so full of compassion for those people. I said, change their lives. And I hear the voice in the car, you do that. How about that? You know, we like to pray. Sometimes we extend our prayers, which is good. But sometimes we need to do something. I stopped the car, came out from the car, and started to talk to those drunk people, not you. <laughs> and, I said, and I said this, there's hope for you. You don't have to stay here. You don't have to wait for another occasion. There's hope for you. And that's how I started the ministry called New Hope Ministry, reaching out to those people. Some of those people today are pastors. Some of them are leaders, great leaders, worship leaders. This is what God is doing. But I became a servant to them. When we started the church sponsorship program, we started with 25 kids. We helped over 80 children. But listen to that. I want to tell you about two girls. And their names is Natalie. The one Natalie and another Natalie. You know them. We started to help those kids. One of this child, she's standing in the front of the church and playing the bass guitar, worshiping God. Another child that we helped her for many years, she got married to a Christian boy, and today they're running children's ministry. They help for the little ones. You never know what God can do when you serve others. Don't wait for the reward. The reward is already in heaven. You will go there sooner or later. If you have something in your heart, somebody who can do the great work in your life. Amen? Amen. So we started to serve others. You know, everyone can go one mile, yes? But to go two miles, it costs you something. How much it costs you? Everything. It costs me everything. I told you I have only one life. But I want to serve God with all my heart. I want to see people's life changed. I want to see people delivered. I want to see those who are in bondage that they can become free. I want to see people's happy. Enjoying their life but happy. That they know where they're going. What will happen with you if you will leave this door and you will die? You didn't think about that. Especially young people, they don't think about that. They said, life is before me. I was thinking that way too. (laughs) I was thinking that way too. Number six. Be generous and hospitable. The Proverbs 11.25 says this. This is a different uh, translation. I, I wrote it down. A generous person will prosper. Whoever refreshes others will be refreshed. You know, uh, when my father came back from Siberia, from prison labor camp, some of you don't know that, my father went to Siberia to prison labor camp for 25 years. Not because he wanted to go there, he was sent there by KGB. (laughs) If you want to read the story, there's a book, When God Sent Grace to the Soviet Gulag, you're very welcome to... To get this book. And then, by the way, if you get three of those books, you can get record of the, our mission center. 
So my father, when he came back, when I was born, I was a teenager, he said to me, let's go son, to do shopping. I said, okay. So we're going. And he's buying the whole bag of sugar and a flour. But he's getting two of them each. I said, Dad, we don't need so much. It's okay. He said, there's one pastor. He goes through the very hard time. We're going to bless him. Another day, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand it when I was young. The other day, he said, let's go. We're going to buy the carpet. So we're going to get the carpet for our home. And my dad is buying two. I said, Dad, we don't need two. We need only one. He said, that's okay, son. But in our church, we need to put the new carpet. I didn't understand. Every Sunday, he was bringing older people to our home. And he was feeding them. He had a heart of generosity and hospitable. It is so wonderful to practice generosity with our friends, with our family, with the church, with the community. The Bible tells us this, that we gain favor with God. That's me. I tell you this, whatever we invest into God's kingdom will be recorded in heaven. We didn't bring anything to this world, did you? When you were born, what did you bring? You were screaming and having hands like this. You wanted to fight already. Yes, I did. That's what they told me. You leave this earth, you will not take anything from here. Nothing. Well, praise God what we have, but we don't take anything from here. So whatever we invest here will be recorded in heaven. Because one day you will stand before the Lord and the Lord will tell you something. I want to hear this word. Good servant, you've been faithful. Whatever you've done, you've been faithful. So be generous. Be hospitable. You never know what God can do through your giving. Have the value. This value in your life. And number seven, the last one. We almost end. Embrace God's word as your guide. In John 8... 31 and 32, we read this. John 8. To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus says, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples, then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. There was a time that I was reading every day 20 chapters of the Bible. You know why? Because I want to be wise. And I was consuming the word. I was, I was reading because I wanted that God would do something in my life. Okay, good. It's terrible. So, uh, 
So the, the word started to change me. Today, we have so much good technology that you take the thumb drive and you have the whole word on it. You put, I put it in the car. And before I leave, and when I leave the, my home and go to the church, it's about 12 miles. I listen to what God is speaking through his word to my life. Let God's word be your guide. You know, we will avoid many mistakes when God's word will guide us. One of the words that was guiding word in my life was this, Matthew 6.33. But seek first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness. And all these things shall be added to you. Seek his kingdom. Seek God. In our, in our life. Me and my wife. We've been married. 31 years. <laughs> but the, the word that was leading our lives. Is we were seeking his kingdom. We, we saw so many miracles in our lives. My wife, when she was pregnant, she was healed from chicken pots. Totally. When she had a growth on her, 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 her hand, she was healed instantly. It was just removed without any doctor. We experienced the God who is a healer, we experienced the God who is provider. We experience the God who knows everything in our lives, even before we say something. And I want to tell you this. If you hold on to those values in your life, they will make you strong. You will be strong. You want to be strong? Apply those values in your life, and you will see how good is God. Amen? Amen? Well, thank you so much that you're standing with us. You're praying for us. You've been uh, with the journey with us for so many years. And I'm really thankful for that. And I'm, I'm so happy what, what, what God... Oh, this is better. I'm so happy what God has been done through you, through your uh, prayers, through your givings, through supporting all those kids and the center and uh, whatever God puts in your heart. It will be not forgotten. Because God knows your heart. I said, we have only one life. I don't want to live so and so, day by day. But I, I want to live on this earth with a purpose in my life. Knowing that I can go home anytime. To my eternity home. Jesus said. I'm leaving to prepare the mansion for you. Can you imagine? And he says. When I will prepare that. I will come. And will take you where I am. This is the greatest joy. That Jesus gave us. When he was on this earth. He gave us new life. He gave us freedom. And when we hold on him. He is leading us in this life. Even if there comes difficulties. He knows that. 
and he comes to comfort us. So be blessed. Thank you so much that I can be here again. This is my great time to be with you. And my God bless you. Blessing brother. Okay, now I will tell you. All people in this presentation are newborn Christians. That's Poland. Center. He is holding and watching. One of the conferences, pastors' conference and leaders' conference. We were young. Why are you laughing? We still. <laughs> so. so many good memories. When we started the church, we started with two ladies. And then over 2,500 people got saved in a small city of 8,500. This is what God is doing. When people got saved, they baptized. It's prison ministry that we do. I gave over 400 New Testaments to every prisoner. We go to different countries, Albania, Armenia, Georgia, and Amman Kurds. I was just recently, in September, helping with the Bibles. This is a program that we do, church sponsorship, and the new buildings that we build. Everything operates by faith. About that, God knows everything. That's the church inside. Queen of Poland, standing by me. and leaders conference that we had last September ladies conference my wife she's involved with the latest ministry so much you know for standing with us you have so many wonderful transformations of people's life
it's so amazing to see other people's life changed. It gives you so, such a joy when you see somebody's life was nothing. And now it's somebody. Keep those values in your life. Hold to, to them and then, and work on that. And apply in your life. You will be stronger and stronger. God bless you. Thank you so much. That's a good word, brother. Good word. Be completely dedicated to Jesus. Be full of the Holy Spirit. Can't read my writing. Be the example of the values you teach. Who wrote these notes here? Have an optimistic, enthusiastic, and positive attitude. Have a servant's heart. Be generous and hospitable. And embrace God's word as your guide. That's pretty good values right there to live by. If we can get just those seven down, you know, you don't need to add on to it. I'm sure you could, you know, make your little annotation for your own life, personal application, but... That's so, so good. So good. Thank you so much. So, uh, if, uh, you didn't have an opportunity to sow into the ministry of Poland and now you've seen, you're like, oh, I mean, I'm ready to, I was, of course I've been there. So like you see the, you, you, you need to go there someday. I encourage you to go. The door is open. Uh, they'll welcome you and feed you lots of cake and tea. And they do serve coffee there too, unfortunately. Um, <clears throat> It's really good coffee, by the way, um, but the door is always open. And uh, but I encourage you, if you've not read the story of uh, Mark's father, uh, pick up that book. It's back there. Uh, it's it's just a phenomenal testimony of what God uh, what God can do. Uh, that He's always at work, even in uh, Siberia, in prison camps. That that Jesus is there doing stuff. So that's that's just amazing. So. If you want to bless them, you can leave that. Just write Poland on it. Uh, I'm going to pray, and then we'll close, and everybody come say hi. If you didn't get a chance to say hi to Mark, and uh, there is no gathering this Wednesday. There's no gathering during the week this week, so enjoy your Thanksgiving. So, Father, we just thank you for the opportunity to have you sow into our lives kingdom values. And so we, we ask right now, Lord, that you would, Help us, Holy Spirit, help us to live a life that's worthy of the gospel. Live a life worthy. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that you have given us your presence. You've given us your heart. You've given us new eyes to see. And so, Lord, that nothing is impossible with you. The possibilities truly are endless Lord, when we walk in your kingdom, when we see the way that you see, when we love the way that you love, when we give the way that you give, uh, God, when we release healing the way you release healing, however it is, God, we know that you're going to do amazing stuff. Lord, let us, let our lives be guided by what you value and what, what's in your heart, God. And we, we too, we thank you for the nation of Poland, God. We thank you for Mark and Marisha and their faithfulness, Lord, for now 30 years, Lord, this next year. We thank you for 30 years, and we thank you that you're not done yet. They're not done yet, God, and we've got many more years to go, God. We bless 
their ministry. We bless their lives. We bless, we speak health uh, over Marisha and her knee in the name of Jesus, God. We just ask for a supernatural change in that knee. It doesn't matter what the doctors say, God. We, we come into agreement that this will not hinder her in any way. Lord, we pray for supernatural strength. We pray for a continued blessing upon their leaders. Lord, and the multiplication of pastors that's happening there, God. We just thank you that you're, you're at work in Poland, God. You are, you are bringing the nation that was once in darkness. You are bringing it into the light. And the light of Jesus is shining there. And Lord, we thank you. There's a, there's a great harvest of young people. Lord, we just thank you, Lord, that, that the young people that have been touched in this church, Lord, are just a, just a picture of what you're doing around this nation. That you're raising up radical lovers of Jesus who are full of love for you, full of love for each other. God, and that can, that can transform a whole nation. God, and so we thank you for a multiplication of the harvest of the young people. In Jesus' name. We honor you, Lord, today. Amen.